Welcome to Talking Tempo. We are Sasha and Katie, two amateur running mums stepping outside our comfort zones to share our love and hate for all things running. In no way we professionals, just two 40-something-year-old women who have too much in common, spend too much money on Nike shoes, socks and visors. We hope that our journey inspires and motivates others and that you laugh along with us. There is a lot to consider when crewing someone for a backyard ultra. The best crew members are efficient, focused, patient and organised at getting their athletes back on course within the hour, rehydrated, refueled, and refocused. Last episode, we had the pleasure of speaking with Nicole Jutes, an incredible backyard ultra marathoner. Nicole has a very special friend, Leah Borden, who crewed her to record-breaking distances. And today we get to hear firsthand the planning that goes into crewing someone during a backyard ultra, when no one knows just how far their athlete will go. Welcome to Talking Tempo with Katie and Sasha. This is episode 18, and today we're joined by Leah Sellers-Borden. We hope you enjoy our chat and that you garner some great takeaways that you can apply to your own life and running journey. So thanks for coming on, Leah. We're really happy to have you. Thank you, you two beautiful running mamas. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, Kate's trying to go with the game. We sort of this is a last minute decision, but let's see what she's got. We're going to do a fun game. So a get to know Leah game. So I'm going to say never have I, and you have to say you have or you haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So never have I googled my own name. I haven't. Oh, I, I, I have. Yeah, I, I have. Think so. No, but I'm, I'm going to after this. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting it. to see if there's any serial killers with the yeah. same name. I was about to say, I hope no porn sites come up. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never have I peed in public on a run. Oh, I have. Most, yeah. people, most runners have, right? Yeah. yeah. It'd be unusual yeah. if you hadn't. Yep, yep. Never have I re-gifted a gift I didn't want. I have. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have. Waste not, want not. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Need to be sustainable. <laughs> Never have I run a segment for a crown. Never. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm embarrassingly non-competitive. Okay. It's like just no, never. Oh, that's shameful <laughs> almost, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. Have you, Sasha? Oh, yeah. Have you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you two girls are fiery. Like you girls have got it going on with your competition. We're very competitive. <laughs> I yeah. used to get really angry. Like, you know, you'd get an email saying, uh-oh, someone's taken. I'd be like, oh, my God. And then I dare it, they? it was constantly this same person. And then... I finally found them and then I was like, oh, she's a, she's a good runner. Okay, that's all right. She's allowed. Yeah, to, that's okay. She should be better yeah. than me. <laughs> the only person I compete with is myself. I have no desire at all to, I don't know, it's, is that a good or bad thing? I don't know. Um, oh, well, I think that could be a nice thing. Yeah. Because you, you wouldn't be constantly comparing yourself to anyone else, would you? I've often said to, to different running friends that there is a real peace and beauty in being a mediocre runner because it's just, <laughs> it's just a few out there. 
living your best life, <laughs> living my best life, not giving a rat's ass. <laughs> but the, the beauty of it is, no one is thinking anything, so it's kind of like, yeah. Good See, people think that about us, but I have to remind myself, Katie, you are not a world champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. there's a maybe there's a happy medium we could take from each other. Oh yeah. So, we, we could definitely take some of that piece away for sure. <laughs> we can work on that. Yeah. Um, okay, never have I raced hungover before. Not raced. Trained? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. How so did, go you, you? did you go swimming and do yoga this morning? Yeah, this morning I did yoga and then I went and did, <laughs> did a couple of kilometres in the pool and I um, indulged in some Chandon last night oh. and yeah, but you know, you know, just, you got just to sweat a, it out. So yeah, I'm a committed athlete, so, <laughs> <laughs> but not a world champion. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. good balance. Never have I used anyone's toothbrush before? Yes. 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 On purpose? Um, <laughs> no, it's not on face. <laughs> <laughs> there was this one time at school camp no <laughs> this one time on band camp <laughs> yes, and, oh, oh, oh okay I'm just thinking to do anyway um no <laughs> let's keep going um look I have been guilty of being in a hurry sometimes and I've grabbed my husband's toothbrush by accident and I've started brushing and within seconds I've gone Ooh, yeah oh, and you know but kept brushing anyway it's too late yeah well, at least you used it and not used his to, you know, clean the toilet or something. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay, we'll stop that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you never want to make an enemy of me. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> oh, I love it. You've There's some good juice in you. I love that. <laughs> and there's Leah. <laughs> Here we have Leah. <laughs> that's how we do the intro because it's a great way to get to know the person. So... I guess we can jump straight in. So, Leah, you are a runner yourself. I, you know what? Um, yes, I am a runner. I had a. Um, we talk about life and its curveballs, and um, I started running late. Like, you know, I'm an old chook now, and I've, I've only <laughs> been running in the last four years. But 2022 kind of sent me some curveballs with injury, and um, you know, just the demands of being a mum, and um, on top of that, some other health issues. So running kind of had to really slow down for me for a little while but not once during this period have I ever thought I'm not a runner yeah that's good um not a run and I've never I've not left the running community and also the running community has never allowed me to leave um not that I would want to but um you know, um, and I don't mind actually sharing this here. It's probably a really safe forum and a, a good place to do that. Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in November. So that kind of has also held me up a bit. But what's been a really bad, I'm really good though. Don't panic. Like everything's really good. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and everything's going to be great. Um, but what has been amazing with that, with me having to pull back is the runners that I have shared that with have not stopped um picking up the phone and dropping me yeah. messages so let's talk about well, let's just start with rob so from run with rob yeah you know um rob when i shared it with rob you know he just hasn't stopped kind of going hey when are you going to come when are you going to come to friday's run and i go i'm not yeah. really running rob and he goes doesn't matter just walk come on yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, no one's, you know, Andy Day from Runco is still saying, you know, Leah, when are you coming to the interval session on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I'm not doing the speed session. because it doesn't matter. Just come. Just you know? come. People were probably missing your, like, huge personality and you're laughing and you're yeah. and But why I don't mind sharing that now is because if I know we've got a whole lot of women hopefully going to listen to this podcast my only message to you is get your boobs checked yeah yeah and so is that how you identified it Leah yeah yeah um so I go for my annual mammograms every 12 months at the Wesley Breast Clinic and um I went for my annual mammogram and I knew they just took one they kind of looked at me funny and went, oh, we need to do some cord biopsies. And I've been having these annual mammograms now for 10 years. So I kind wow. of know the drill. Um, and they did a core biopsy and they've just found a, a really um, tiny, tiny little naughty little lesion in my yeah. right breast. Um, so and within finding out about that within, um, gosh, a week and a half, I was into surgery. Wow. Um, at the MARTA with the most exceptional care, the most magnificent people, um, and they removed it, which had wonderful news, which all the margins were clear and it wasn't in my lymph nodes. Oh, um, so, so good. Yeah, so good. And um, got I'm it early. Yeah, got it early, which is what they talk about all the time is early detection. Yeah. Um, but I'm um, now going through radium treatment now, so I'm off. I get zapped every night at the hospital. So that, that, that's a bit gross. But, you know, I'll get through it. So um, every night at the moment? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, except wow. I get I get Saturdays and Sundays off. They give me a little holiday, so that's why I'm allowed to drink Shandon on a Saturday night. I bet you're drinking up the storm on the <laughs> so Saturday. So but, um, but what I'm trying to say is, no matter what, and I, this is probably a message I like to give to anybody: no matter the curveballs that are sent us, um, don't quit. You know, don't throw the towel in ever. You know, if if there's something that you're absolutely passionate about. Man, just just keep going, keep going, keep fighting, you know, because nothing lasts forever, whether it be good or bad. Correct. Yes. So, you know, so this, true. yeah. So um bring on 2023. I'm got big plans. Big plans. Yes, what but, what will you be doing? Like what have you got particular like running events or just other life events that you've got? Um, with everything in my head is about running. Good. <laughs> 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 all yeah. I think about is getting back to you know I have visions that I can't wait to get back with the run with Rob crew on a Friday morning you know and you know but just get back amongst those beautiful people more often um yeah look um I talk a lot with Nicole Jukes about goals and and where I want to head um at the moment it's probably I just need to get my fitness back and get through there's also that injury and the injury is mine to own because I was one of those runners who doesn't strength train. Oh, who doesn't do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Not so me. I've, I've implemented two sessions a week this year. Hey, yeah, I've you've heard done that well. On, I heard that on the last podcast. You're yeah, but don't yep. they, don't they all say it? It comes down to just making sure that you do things. There's a continuity in what you do, and that Correct. you know make make it a habit. You know, and that strength training only really has to be a couple of 20-minute sessions a week. We can all do that. Exactly. Um, That's what we've said, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. but but insanely, we don't. I know. (laughs) You know, we just want to run, 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 run. Yeah. And then quickly get home and mum, mum, mum and work, work, work and life, life, life. But, you know, probably the most 
one of it's up there with the most important things in our lives is running yet we're willing to take the risk and now I'm at the fear if I do get injured like how do I I don't want to not be running so yeah trying to do all those things that I know will try and keep me in for longer totally totally well when stuff is like is avoidable that's really frustrating when you think damn it if I had done the work this wouldn't have happened yeah yeah Yeah. but so yeah so um yeah I I think more this year is about um getting back to some longer distances running pain-free just and just the joy of running who the hell hell would not want to run I know it's the best isn't it I no words that's all I think about too Leah like all I think about is the next day's run or the next morning's run or what yeah, I need to do. Do you ready. find it hard? So I, I had this conversation with my husband yesterday. I think because we have, you know, our group chats of all our runners and I must relay, like repeat what people are saying. And he's like, Katie, do you talk about anything other than running? <laughs> I don't no. think I do. No. <laughs> Not no, much lately. They, they make that joke too about how runners want to talk to non-runners <laughs> and we actually think for a second that they might be interested <laughs> yeah. they're not they're really not no <laughs> I have tried at work Leah I'm like everyone is so bored by me because I'm like you know you should go running like have you thought about running have you why don't you come join with that run with us and they're like you can tell they're like just being polite but I can't stop myself <laughs> Yes, it's like we're born again and it's just yes. like everybody yes. just needs to come and join our cult. Yes. So true, so and, true. And, and as you happen- said, it's more than just running, right? There's a community around us. Uh, running changed my life. It yeah. literally changed my life. And um, I have um, one of the coaches, Paul from Runco, to thank for that because I was such a lone wolf for a very, very long time mm. and was always too self-conscious to go running with somebody because I would always be scared I wouldn't be fast enough or fit enough and I was I was trailing quite a bit and um bumped into you know one day I saw in the distance (laughs) this this gazelle-like creature (laughs) running (laughs) towards me which is Paul and you know he's just got that beautiful stride and that beautiful run about him and you know I could spot him from the distance that's that man from social media who's (laughs) And he just invited me to come along and um, I will forever be grateful for that because he just, you know, opened up my whole world and um, meeting all the gang from Runco and the incredible people from Runco and then, you know, it merged into meeting people from Run With Rob. And I'm sorry, I can't, there is no words to talk about the Run With Rob community there are no words to describe what that magic is and what that man is about he is he is like I struggle I struggle to find we all do I think he's very special um I hope I hope he I think he does realize how much we appreciate him Mm. I think um yeah there's not many people out there I just question I question, you know, he's a a busy guy. He's got a career. He's got a family. He's got children. But on top of that, like, I marvel at the fact that Rob will drop me messages regularly. And how does he do it all? 
And I know he's not just checking in on me. He's got this whole running community that he is checking in on. And I don't know how he has the capacity in his hard drive yeah. to do it, but he does. He does because yeah. he loves it. And this is, you know, he, you talk about the community and how much I mean, it means everything to him as well. Mm. And that's what we keep saying to our listeners. Don't do it on your own. No, we, create a group where you are locally if you can't get to run co or run with rob or whoever yeah connect with people yeah yeah it 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 running's changed my life and i love it because it is so diverse the range of human beings who are blessed by the sport you know um and the culture that is the community of running and the kindness and the support and the love. It's overwhelming. But I know people say that about you. So, and that's why we got you here today. So let's yes. talk about, so your friendship with Nicole. So you met her through Runco. Did you know her before that? <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, this, I like this story. No, I didn't know Nicole before Runco. Wow. And so um, I joined Runco, like uh, I was like a, scared little pussycat I was so frightened and so shy believe it or not um and I actually met Nicole Sasha the same day I met you at Chermside Park, at Park Run. Run so it's, it's a cool I met two beautiful women that day <laughs> um so it was my I think it was my first Park Run with Runco and I thought don't know anyone. I feel like a dead shit. What am I doing? <laughs> I thought, right, just go out and do the 5K and just run it on your own, Leah, and just, you know, whatever. So I went out and ran it. And I think I went, all oh, my memory of it then was this is the early days too. So my fitness was n- not great. So I went out and ran it. And I think I was running at like a, a probably like a five, I was running like a 5.30 pace, but like I could not speak. I was I was struggling. You're pushing hard. Yep. And in the last probably 2K, Nicole Jukes saddled up on one side of me and Andy Day on the other. <laughs> that was my worst nightmare. I just get thinking, oh, please go away. Please do not. <laughs> Please do not run with me. This is Andy Day and Nicole Jukes. And I had my earbuds in because I don't ever really run without music. And from what I understand, Nicole has since told me, Andy, because he's another gazelle, was striding along beside me and he's trying to have a chat. (laughs) And I can't hear him. And Nicole's kind of motioned to him because I didn't answer him. He must have thought, she's a rude girl. (laughs) She's kind of like motioned, Andy, she's got earbuds in her ears. (laughs) And And all I'm thinking for these last 2K was like, just get through this, Leah, just try and look cool, try and look cool, try and look like you're not dying and just finish park run. So when we finished, I remember just looking at Nicole, thinking she looked like someone from a Colgate commercial (laughs) because she's just, she's just a beautiful, beautiful girl. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to talk to her. And I just ran off. I just I've just got to get out of here. This is an incredibly uncomfortable situation for me. But then um Sasha, I Sarah Davis. Yeah. 
I was talking to Sarah at that same park run and Sasha I had been marveling at your dad yeah your, your dad had run that park run and I saw yeah. this dude run past no he never would have run past yes he would have been on the way out I would have seen him come on the way back and I'm <laughs> seeing him run on the way back as so I'm like ah, ah, and I thought holy shit who is that man and like look at that man run and so when Sarah introduced me to Sasha and I had no idea that he was your dad yeah oh my god did you just see that and you walk past us and we did yeah. you see that man run and you just went he's my dad so I just went are you serious yeah. so I had the delight that day of meeting both Sasha and Nicole Dukes but um wow and with Nicole our relationship and, and friendship has grown um really quickly you know when you stumble across someone in your life and you just go oh, yeah yeah she yeah. gets he gets my crazy. <laughs> um, and my fear of running with Nicole dissipated very quickly um, when I got to know her at Runco because I think as most people would know with Nicole, um, she is inclusive of all runners in her life. She's, you know, she's a, a very accomplished runner and there's, there's a lot to um, admire in her, but that does not mean that she's open to, to running with, anybody and supportive of any runner and um, I felt that very quickly and Nicole and I started running together and never never again did I feel like I just needed to keep running and to get away with me <laughs> get away from me I was just oh that's a lovely story very proud to yeah. run with her by my side actually you know so proud you know sometimes we'd go like for times when we've gone running like along the waterfront down at Newstead and stuff because like people recognize her and I'm like <laughs> I've run beside go, yeah, I'm your friend. I said to her, I said, I'm going to get a T-shirt that says I'm Nicole Jukes' friend. <laughs> well, I think you should get a T-shirt that says I'm her crew support because I we talked yeah. about this with her yes, uh, last week. I don't think it's such an important critical role in a um, ultra runner's mm world I don't think um they can do it without having that support no yeah it's um uh it's a wonderful thing to be a part of and I'm eternally grateful that Nicole trusts me with that role um yeah there's a, a huge responsibility with being a crew yep. member um in these events you know um you know, what Nicole does is her life and her passion. So for her to, to invite me into that space and trust me yeah. to help her achieve those goals is an absolute honour. Yeah. Well, that's um, what I was going to ask was what's it like to have that responsibility of being um, their sort of, you know, main support person? Yeah, it's been, it's been a little interesting journey for me because, Nicole, I didn't know anything about Backyard Ultra until I met Nicole. Um, so my first experience with her at a backyard ultra was the 2021 Clint Eastwood, where she had a crew of three. Um, and that was a really interesting experience for me um, to sit back and I didn't know what was actually involved in the job. So a lot of my time I spent sitting back and watching. Observing. yeah, Observing, not only watching what was going on with Nicole, but also watching what was going on in other tents and seeing other runners come through and, and yep. looking at what's happening out there and the dynamic between people. Um, so that was that was a really good learning curve being out there at that at the 2021 Clint Eastwood. Um, 
a funny little story though so stayed with her until the end um where I then yeah this is where we really gelled I think um <laughs> you know when you hold your friend's hair back when they're having a vom <laughs> yeah. yeah well similar maybe um <laughs> I drove her home from that event and she was pretty quiet in the car on the way home I mean the girl had 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 um, made a pretty decent effort out there um it's where she achieved her first hundred miler so you know it was a big deal and I remember we pulled into the uh, McDonald's car park on the way home because she was going to get some dirty old burger as, <laughs> yes. these, as these runners do and down the window went and the spew started happening in the car park and I said <laughs> patting her on the back and you'll be right mate you'll be right and I think the French Poor Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so it, it is um it is a real honour and there's a lot involved crewing. There's a lot involved. There's a lot to think about. But mm. I think it's like anything. You only get better at anything with the more experience you have at it. Yeah. Um, and if you can, you know, if if you and your runner work well together and the relationship can continue, you know, both of you will grow together um, in knowing how to make that partnership as successful as possible. Yeah. So do you do, so thinking back to that first time you did it when there was three crew members to the last time you did Deg Kalgali when um, Nicole broke the female record, mm. what did you learn in between them? Was the difference? Yeah. Oh, huge, huge. So the difference between what I, what happened in, uh, what, you know, what I was watching and observing in 2021 at the, at Clint Eastwood versus the experience at 2022 for Deg Kalgali um wow yeah huge so I guess for me the biggest thing is organization yeah so and there's there's a lot of areas to cover in regards to what you need to be organized with and where you need to go but you don't realize that until you've done it we all learn from our mistakes yeah Yeah. you know it's like it's like in project management if you look back after the end of the project's over and we do a lessons learned meeting together you know you can look back and think about it but first of all it just comes down to to organization um you know um so let's talk about it's little things it's no this is a big thing so your tent um it's critical how you set up that tent uh, uh, that that home base has to be a tightly well-run ship like it's got to be organized uh, it's got to be tidy I'm very I'm cleaning every time Nicole will go out yeah. um to run a loop um I'm in there organizing it's little things it's having garbage bags it's making sure all the rubbish and the dirty banana peels are in their bags yeah um it, it's down to how her food is um, set up on the table. So I always like to say you've got to have a, a decent sized table where we can put all of the stuff, but it's got to be organised in like literally down into like plastic Tupperware containers for our Vegemite sandwiches and then containers for our red snakes. And it's everything's, everything's laid out. Easily yeah. accessible and zero, I have zero tolerance for chaos in the yeah, tent. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. things change quickly, right? So she might want Vegemite sandwiches on one loop, but the next loop she doesn't want them. So you've got yeah. to be on the ball to be able to change. Yeah, and that's really interesting. So the nutrition is a, is a huge thing. Um, and what Nicole wants one loop, yeah, will be very different the next. Yeah. And sometimes it's interesting too. She can come in and I'll say, what do you feel like? And she'll go, oh, nothing. No, I don't know. I don't know. She can't even answer that. 
at that point in time, wherever our head's at. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important then for crew members to be thinking, all right, let's just give some options. So let's say, well, we've got this and we've got this and we've got this. Do you want, and that might pique her interest in one of those things. Yeah. You know, and if she eats a quarter of a sandwich, great, that's fine. She's had something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you don't always know. Um, what she's going to want she won't always know what she's she's going to want um the other thing too is with the with the eating quite often is she can start um depending on what personality she comes in with at the end of each loop so I think actually one of the lovely run with Rob ladies coined the phrase personality bingo I think (laughs) you're not sure who she's going to be when she comes in So if she's if she's got the chatty personality happening, that can sometimes mean she's talking too much in the tent and not focusing on nutrition. So sometimes you've got to, I'm not very good at being assertive, but sometimes you have to go, okay, talk's over, let's just talk food for a minute and bring, bring your runner back to what's important. Because we all know, um, you know, Nicole's leaps usually are around a 45, 45 minutes. Yeah, you've got 15 um, minutes to get fueled and back out. Yeah, you haven't got a lot of time to, to mess around. So you've got to be pretty efficient with what you're doing. Um, yeah, I was going to ask that. Do you have to sort of or have you had to step in and say, no, you you need this or you haven't had X, Y, Z yeah. you said you wanted to? or Yeah, absolutely. Like so down to particularly even um, so with nutrition and food, um, we have a log where we write down everything that she has either the fluid that she's consumed out on the course yeah um I'll measure those bottles when she comes back and I'll yep. make a note of how much she has had mm. her hydration um and it, I, I notice sometimes as the event progresses she stops having as much hydration and so I will start to say you need to have something now um so I'll get a little bit bossy yeah I wondered um, if you did yeah yeah a little bit yeah because you know her head's in a different space yep. you know she's she's got a big job to do so um yeah so I log everything I log every bit of food I also log if we go to the toilet I log we did a wee yeah, we did. Yeah. We did. A, we did a poo. You know, all of it. It's it's because it's critical. Um, and critical for the next race, so you can yeah. look back at that information. Because Nicole won't remember it. You probably no. won't remember it. Yeah. yeah, you just nailed it. It's it's critical for the lessons learned. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to get out there. You don't know because you know sometimes you can get the stomach upsets, and yeah. that's out of our control. But it's helpful to look back at that the next time. Go, yeah. Mm. And see, is there something that we could do differently next time? Or is this something that we can incorporate into the training runs um, that will maybe counteract that issue happening again out there? Um, yeah. So nutrition, nutrition's a biggie, but definitely, definitely the housekeeping in your tent, you know, um, you know, keeping your tent in order is, is critical. Um, even to the things like, you know, when they're coming back in, before you go out, before you greet them, before they come back in, make sure their chairs organised. Have things comfortable for them. You know, I, I literally want her to walk into that tent and sit straight away. She, I don't want her thinking about anything. Even with the organisation on the table, um, give some serious thought to charges for all of your devices. We were, under- uh, we were going to ask about yeah, that. Just talking about that, yeah. yeah. Don't don't underestimate how quickly batteries can run down. And you also don't want your runner 
um, concerned. You don't want their headspace being worried about their garment and how yeah. that's going, you know, or where their earbuds are at with their battery. So how do you how do you remember this stuff? So do you have your own checklist that you go, okay, lap four, I'm checking watches. How much charge have you got? I'm checking headlamps. Here's a fresh one. No, I didn't have. No, no, that's a good idea though. That's an excellent idea because you can get lost in all the the, yeah, yeah. the fuffle that's going on. It was charging was something that was on my mind quite a bit and just it just was yeah. but, you know even down to the fact it's important to have I had there's a little container where all the charges sit in the container and all the batteries sit in the container because you've got no time to go looking for stuff yeah and it's like, dark right so you could be two o'clock in the morning dark. yeah yep. oh yeah. that's another thing too for your um housekeeping at your tent please think about lighting yeah think about lighting because you know it's a lot of hours in the dark and um I always like a bit of mood lighting. I like some fairy lights. <laughs> Coffee <laughs> too. I like to do. One, yeah, of the, like- um, one of the thoughts, Leah, I have is because we've got such a big, for our Rum with Rob crew, we have such a big crew going to do Dead Cow Gully this year. Mm. Um, having separate tents, like I can only imagine, you know, shoving a whole lot of people in one couple of big tents. It's going to be chaos. Chaos. That stresses me out. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Because the other thing that you need to consider too is, is that, um, you know, it, it can be a pretty emotional experience too, um, what the runners are going through. And like I said, you can get different personalities coming in after, you know, from the one person after each loop. So, you know, sometimes a little bit of private space can be necessary and it can be overwhelming depending on where their headspace is at. You yeah. know, and if, they, if they're getting to crunch time where they're not sure how much further they're going to go, um, sometimes a little bit of sol- solitude and time alone or a, yeah. a quiet space is um, is important. I'm fiercely protective over the space in the tent um, that we have. So, you know, um, the beautiful thing about Nicole is, is that she's, you know, it, it's fair to say that she now has a respectable profile as a backyard ultra athlete. And, you know, due to her personality and she's so friendly, you know, people gravitate towards her and she too wants that. She gravitates towards other runners as well. But um, I kind of put up like a little bubble around our space so yeah. that she can be in that alone or just with the crew members because it can become too hectic too much yeah so I do recommend said that her you're her safe zone so her tent and you she feels safe Mm. coming back so yeah and when there's chaos I guess you don't you don't have that safe no well it's like anything you can't think straight when you've got the crazy going on all around you and you know you don't know what um you'll be we know it's a given we'll see injury out there We'll see sickness out there. Someone's probably going to poop their pants. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on. And if you're coming back to the tent and you just want some privacy and there's everyone around you and you're trying to be polite, you shouldn't have to be thinking about all that stuff and pleasing people. And Yeah. Yeah. So maybe depending on the size of the tent, I don't know, the run with Rob tents are pretty big aren't they there's some biggies yeah yeah like maybe gonna... maybe even section it into quarters or something yeah and yeah literally have a that's my designated space and that's where I live and kind of you know have that talk with all the other runners and say hey let's all please be respectful of everybody's space yeah um and and just respect those boundaries because there might there will be times when they're going to need it they're going to need what about um 
What about taking care of yourself? So you could be out there for two days straight. Mm, How yeah. do you fit in sleep? Fueling for yourself, I guess you can just eat whatever. Doesn't yeah. matter if you shit yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, yeah, I hope I don't. I hope you don't. <laughs> because it would be for another problem, I would think, not running. That is cause for great concern. <laughs> Incontinence pads for crew members. Okay. <laughs> oh, look, yeah, it really, that's a really, really good question. Um, care for crew members is important, how to care for yourself, because I don't dare say it's um, anywhere near the job the runner has. <laughs> but, you know, um, again, I like to keep things organised for myself. It's, it's yeah. little things like, um, you know, uh, you know, the guys might feel differently, but I bring a change of clothing. I bring my toothbrush and toothpaste. Yeah. And Nicole has fresh. the same things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wake up in the morning, just be able to, not wake up in the morning, but when the sun comes up, you yeah. know, be able to look after yourself. But when it comes to sleep, um yeah I do actually I do sleep when she goes out I'll just she'll go out quickly I'll quickly run back to the tent and just get things lined up for when she comes back in um and this is the another thing to be really mindful of is the weather and to be really prepared for how cold it gets yeah um maybe not so much out at Dead Cow Gully the cold um in 2022 was not it was comfortable actually um Clint Eastwood is bitter cold Clint Eastwood, my toes were freezing. Yeah. So it's really important to, to look at what you bring out there. So I had one of those heavy-duty um, sleeping bags and I had my own camp chair. So the minute I got things in order, I would quickly get in my chair. I would set my alarm on my phone for 20 minutes. Yep. Yeah. And I would wrap myself up and I could go, I, I could be asleep in seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really important to make sure you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> kind of important fail that would that would be very selfish um (laughs) nicole does say that's the other important thing is is that um no ifs or buts you be there to greet your runner when they come in be there um i failed at that once at the tent or where the no when she comes through when she comes home i leave the tent i come and greet her and i walk her back to the tent um now this is probably um where it comes down to you know figuring out um I, I guess what your runner's love language is for want of a better word <laughs> you know um I, I make sure that I walk her back there was that one time I was just about to say dead count galley I think I got caught up gossiping to someone fabulous in the run with Rob tent <laughs> and I blame you guys for that <laughs> And literally someone said, oh, Nicole's back. And I thought, oh, <laughs> um, so I didn't make that mistake twice. But I think that's really important. There's a huge amount of support in that because, mm. again, you don't know what they've gone through in those last 6.7 Ks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I absolutely know um, with Nicole, like, um, you know, I'm there to greet her at the end of it. I walk her back to the tent. Um, Nicole likes, um, you know, I'll put my hand on her shoulder when I walk her back. You know, yeah. I might hold her hand when we walk back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what it is. It's about find out what their what your runner's backyard ultra love language might be and bring it on the day. Yeah. You know, um, Nicole absolutely does thrive um, 
on TLC and I do mother her. But um, you know, everybody's different. Everyone's um, different. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if um, I'm not sure if like Brian Crawford would enjoy a little cuddle <laughs> as it comes in from a loop. <laughs> but, it, but it's certainly what keeps it and Nicole emotionally nourished, you know, when the going gets tough, that's for yeah. sure. Um, and so a distraction tool, her um her bringing back a rock every loop, is yeah. that a distraction for you that allows yeah. her to think of something other than just the running? Yeah, the rocks are a, a special thing. And we hadn't planned that. She That was just some magnificent idea she had out on her first first loop at Dead Cow Gully and she came back with the rock um but it certainly became a thing where I was expecting my rocks like don't <laughs> you come don't you come back without a rock yeah um and I think yeah for Nicole too you know it was just one extra little thing uh, you know when the going got tough to to think you know I need to go get her a rock I'm going to bring her yeah. back a rock yeah um that was a really beautiful thing I, I loved yeah. that and that, that was there was a lot of meaning in that it was it was um lovely but, you know, it's just, again, it is it is all about emotional intelligence. It's all about certainly the words, you know, read that running room. Yeah. You know, know what they want. Yeah. Um, you know, keep talking to your runner. Um, you know, find out what they need. You know, we've talked about the change of clothes. You know, um, I, I think Nicole might have mentioned that to you guys yeah. where, you know, yeah, I'll greet her at the end when she's ready with her bag and, Did you know. Get- go to well this might sound stupid but do they get changed in the tent or do they go to the toilets to get no changed? we went to the toilets so okay, she yeah. had 15 minutes but it's fast I'm literally handing her yeah items of clothing and she's giving when you're sweaty and yeah. it's like it's just so yeah. hard to yeah and that's I don't go really fast too but and then you're trying to drag things off quickly so she needs you just handing 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 things across totally and that's yeah. another thing um you know it, it, I like to say, what is our shopping list for the things that um, crew members need to bring? Yeah. Baby wipes. Yes. Like so necessary, just offer so many different reasons, like even for the crew, you know, like it's just, but for Nicole, when she's coming in for a change to hand her some baby wipes and go, just wash your face down and just yeah. give your arms a wipe and stuff. Yep. It's all, it all comes down to that um, helps with the psychology. Yeah. You know? Freshen up. Yeah. A little spray of perfume. She said that. <laughs> Yeah, she said that. Love that. Yeah, why not? And, uh, you know, another thing that um, where I think, uh, actually, we had a couple of runners at, was it Clint Eastwood? I can't remember which one it was or Dead Cow Gully. I literally would wash her feet. So she'd come in um, and I would make jokes about me being like Jesus. Yes. Was she like Mary Magdalene? <laughs> but, but, but the look, you know, when I, I know when I started, I think we had a bucket and, you know, I literally just soaked her feet and the look on her face when she, yeah. you know, when she'd been on her feet for 20 hours or whatever to have them soaked and immersed in this water, even if it was just for two minutes yeah. and then to dry them and like, please don't underestimate how many pairs of fresh socks that you should bring. Yeah, it's, it's the little things like that, you know, to to give your feet a wash, give your calves a wash, pat it all down, fresh socks, you know, and that's that's um energizing. Yeah, to so say the least. We have a few um, runners in our group that plan to not have a crew, but I can guarantee after listening to you that mm. 
surely that isn't the right way to go about it. You need that care. You need that support, especially if you're planning to go, you know, these people are planning to go 100 plus kilometres. Or you need a crew. Yeah. No ifs or buts. Yeah. No ifs or buts. Because, again, that's what it does. At the end of the day, and I think Nicole does talk about this quite a bit, at the end of the day, it's the mental fight yeah. that you're going to go through out there. And if you are coming home to some real care, that's that really um, dilutes the difficulty that you've been facing out there. Um, yeah. That's 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 a big ask to 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 take on that challenge on your own. Yeah, and I mean sometimes it's difficult. We don't always have people who can you know easily do that. That's not a, that's not an easy thing to find someone all the time who can. Um, participate in an event like that for those number of hours but yeah even if you can share the big commitment by your by your support person isn't it yeah it's a big deal family for two nights maybe yeah I like it it just means I don't have to fold washing and vacuum for a couple of days (laughs) you just have to wipe someone's feet and (laughs) yeah I just just have to wash someone's feet instead but yeah maybe that's the balance of yeah the difference I guess between a male and a female if I look at our male runners I they're not going to want someone to go change their undies for them or no. wipe their feet or no. so I, as you no. said it's a love language what do people um you know what yeah. do they want yeah absolutely there was though you know um <laughs> this was funny um where were we Clint Eastwood yeah Clint Eastwood and um I think his name was Ben um it was a great runner and he was had no crew and he came in and we were sharing our tent with him and he was just sitting down and he just looked really tired I said Ben do I have permission to give you a calf massage and he went yeah and bless him I'm like if you can find anyone who'll give you a free calf massage after you've been running take for it. 20 hours please take that yeah <laughs> that's the point do you take the massage gun Ah, okay. Haven't done in the past, but it's absolutely on my list this time. Yeah. Whether it will be something she wants. Yeah. Because it can be quite intense too sometimes. Yeah. When I have massaged her calves in the past, literally I've just put my fists into the knuckles and just ran up up her up her calves, you know, like yeah. that. Um bring the massage gun, you'll never know, you know, yeah. until you yeah. try it out there. Um yeah. And it, someone it, it else might not is. like that. Hey, like another person no. might get off me. I don't want to be touched. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. Person. Yeah, and also that's the other, yeah, keep revisiting different options after every yard because, you know, what they didn't want, you know, two hours ago, they're going to really want now, that kind of yeah. thing. The other thing is too, you know, when talking about temperature, um, <laughs> again, this might sound a bit decadent, but um, a robe for your runner. Yeah. So when they come in, have a robe to wrap around them. Um, you know, it can get really cold and they're dripping with sweat. They're sweating, um, yeah. So yeah. a robe is is a really convenient and easy way to keep them warm. Yeah. Um, but that's what Simmers wear, you know, those big ones that have got the whole wool inside yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm um, I'm partial to a glamorous spa experience, white fluffy bathrobe. So don't <laughs> be surprised if you see Nicole. Leah, yeah, um, I think you might get a few phone calls to see if it's like available. <laughs> we said you could Nicole, start charging for this. <laughs> don't, don't be surprised if you see Nicole in like a fluffy white Yves Saint Laurent bathrobe <laughs> walking through the tents. But no, it can it can come in handy. You know, that's that's um something to think about. I guarantee Rob would not be wearing one. And if he did, I want a photo. <laughs> yeah. 
you know what? Challenge accepted. <laughs> yes, oh, I love that. Do it. Do it. Challenge yeah. accepted. <laughs> the other thing to think about for crew members too, um, you know, you've got a lot of stuff that you need to cart. Um, you know those trolleys that we see, all those really smart families on the beach? The now? beach ones. Yeah. yeah, really, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, on sale at the moment at Boating Camping Fishing, I think, oh, um, okay. from like 170 down to 110 I saw online the other day. Yeah, that's but, a great idea. Yeah, to dump all your stuff in that because it's all about doing everything possible to make life Easier. as smooth and reduce the risk of any complex matters rearing their Anything hiccupy, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Anything that makes life easy. So in terms of food, the weekend that you go to Dead Cow Gully, it's a public holiday. There is nothing really open. So you just, you bring everything that mm-hmm. you need for that weekend. You don't organise for anyone to drop anything to you. No, different. bring it all. Yeah. Bring it all. Um, and definitely have it prepared. Like little things we learnt um, last time. Um, so we had loaves of bread and and um, we were going to be making up sandwiches as she wanted them. None of that this time. Those sandwiches will be ready made. Okay. So, Leah, before we wrap up, I've got another question. So at the end of our discussion with um, Nicole, she said on her last lap at the Dead Cow Gully, she made a phone call to him, the race director, to let him know that that was going to be her last lap. If she'd called you, what would you have done? It's a really good question. Um. <laughs> It's, it's about, I, I think there has to be a time when you can draw a line in the sand when you think about why a runner wants to call it quits. Um, I think you've also, you've got, you've got to assess, are we talking um, serious injury? Are we talking that they're just struggling at that moment, like really psychologically struggling at that moment while they're out on that loop? Um, I understand she had made her decision and I respect it. Um, if she had called me, I may have said, keep going, come back, do this loop, come back, we'll talk. As long as there was no serious injury happening. Um, but saying that, you know, I know all of the Dead Cow Gully runners, all of the Backyard Ultra runners have um, an incredible goal in their head that they all want to reach and they're, in t- they're so terribly passionate about it. So to potentially risk not meeting their goal, people will do some crazy stuff out there. Mm. But I certainly um, like the motto, you know, live to run another day. Um, so it's that fine line. But I think it's a conversation that needs to be had before the event. We, you need to talk with your runner about, okay, how much power are you going to give me to go, okay, we're calling it quits today, or no, you get off your ass and you get back out there. Yeah. Um, that's got to be a really um, heartfelt conversation between you two because um, I know, you know, we discussed that most runners will come back from any event and will always say, damn it, I, sh- I could have done more, I could have done better. You know, we've talked about, you know, you, you get your park run PB and you come in that night and you think about it and you think, I could have run that faster. But we all pull the pin for a real reason and that reason needs to be listened to. And I think gut instinct is really important and listening to our bodies. But um, it's, it's so difficult. hard though, isn't it? Because you don't know if you're listening to your body or if you're just giving in. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. I know with myself, when I know and it's hard, I think, oh, like afterwards I think I could have been tougher and I could have gone harder in that section, you know, in that mm-hmm. kilometre. I did give in at that time. And if mm-hmm. I hadn't have, I would have been faster. 
but it's just a, like you say you've got to have that discussion beforehand to know whether you should be pushing or not yep and how they're going to react at that time when they're tired and not necessarily rational and yeah yeah and I mean does that mean out on your training when you're training before an event you know do you take yourself to that point is that where you need to go and then see if you can push further then you know or is that I I mean I'm not a coach so I'm I'm not an expert but how do we test those limits Mm. and not risk being able to run yeah you know for the next couple of months or whatever you know so Mm. yeah it's definitely a conversation that you've got to have I totally respect her decision she knows her body um, she achieved amazing things. There amazing. Is, there is, so good. There is no, nobody else was disappointed. <laughs> you know, like exactly. It, it oh, was yeah, nobody else. Yeah. One one before we finish. Mm-hmm. As a crew member, what is your most memorable moment? Yeah. God, it almost makes me want to cry. Um oh. I, there's not one specific moment. It is just um, the connection Nicole and I had during that and that that reliving that memory together, talking about it for the weeks afterwards. And um, yeah, just the, the connection of being a part of something so special and so incredible. Um, yeah, can't, can't put it on to one particular thing. I yeah, don't I imagine the bond that you guys have got now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get as much out of it as Nicole does, I think. Oh, my the God, joy you a, get. Yeah. It's a it's a privilege. It's a it's yeah. an absolute honor and a privilege, you know. Um yeah, absolutely. We'd, we'll do it over and over and over again. Hmm. Well, it's been a privilege chatting to I was you. Just gonna really say the same thing. It. I was going for that segue, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, your turn. <laughs> no, no, you said it. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's perfect. Oh. It has been a privilege. Yeah. But just with that, so the connection you you know, before when you said you you connect with people when you are a runner. Mm. Sasha and I have like the past few months, like you just bond with people. You're in yep. uh, it's weird. It's you know, yeah, like we say, it's our sliding door moment. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Absolutely. I like to call. I don't know if you guys have seen the TV show Dead to Me with Christina Applegate. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's two. There's two characters. So Sasha's already hearing me on this. There's two yeah. characters. The main characters called Jen and Judy, and um, Nicole and I like to refer to each other as the Jen and Judy show now because it's just. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it's a lovely friendship and it's it's a lovely bond and I'm incredibly grateful for it. But who who wouldn't want to run when running brings just the joy. most awesome, the most awesome joy in people into your life? Yeah. It's just keep it running, does. everyone. It's keep running. super gushy. It's super gushy and it's like it, it sounds like we're all in a cult and we don't understand that we're in a cult, but it genuinely <laughs> is. Like it, it changes your life. It makes your life happier you're around great people the community Mm -hmm. like you've said the community look after each other there's always someone checking in on you who wouldn't want that who wouldn't want that like who wouldn't want that passion in their life it's just yeah yeah yeah. we're grateful grateful we are runners so yeah we hope you continue to look after yourself yes yes I will I will I just can't wait to start running with you girls again like Bring we're it waiting. On. We're waiting. Um, yeah, and I'll be I'll be there with bells on and joggers. Bells, bells and joggers on, on, and with your camera and your little stand to take cool photos yeah. with. 
uh, well, it, it's it's easy to take um, photographs when you've got beautiful people to photograph. So, oh, <laughs> so that's easy. Oh, thanks, Leah. Thank you, Leah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Bye, darling girls. You're a Much great love. person. Keep being awesome and can't wait to be running back with you. Yay. See ya. Bye. Thank you all for your continued support of the Talking Tempo podcast. If you do have any questions or feedback, please reach out to us via our socials, um, you know, via Instagram or Facebook or comments um, via the actual on your podcast app. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and give us a five-star review so that it makes it easier for others to find us. And once again, thank you for your ongoing support.